0: Star Wars 7x7 episode 2792 so there is going to be one last (laughs) book of Boba Fett episode that we do here because one thing I hadn't talked about on the show is the vision quest dream sequence that Boba Fett goes through at the end or near the end of episode two of the book of Boba Fett I wanted a little time to kind of stew with that and so now I mean we mentioned it way back when, when we were doing the breakdown of the episode itself but Let's talk about it a little bit more deeply and how it plays in to the rest of what we saw in the book of Boba Fett. Punch it. <laughs> Hey, Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod, and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So, just a quick reminder of how this whole vision quest thing takes place. Boba Fett has helped the Tuskens deal with that train running through the desert with the pikes, and you know derailed it, and essentially proved his worth to the tribe in a way that you know, went beyond anything else he'd done before. So he was going to be inducted into the tribe, but first he had to go through a vision quest, which involved a hallucinogenic lizard. It starts out by having Boba Fett wandering through the desert and the visual alternates between him in his white jumpsuit and him in his Boba Fett armor so essentially we're dealing with Boba Fett in a crisis of identity. He had been the galaxy's most notorious bounty hunter to borrow the line about Wolverine the best he was at what he did and what he did wasn't very nice but He doesn't have any of that now. He is stripped down to his essence and he has to ask himself, who is he now? And as he looks out across the vistas in front of him, he sees the Dune Sea, and then the Dune Sea transforms to the seas of Camino. And this is kind of beautiful in its way because of the broader story of Tatooine, how we had multiple references to the fact that Tatooine used to be covered in oceans and be a very lush planet. And that's mentioned in the ceremony just prior to the lizard going up Boba Fett's nose. So it's a natural progression for Boba Fett to be thinking about this especially considering his upbringing and speaking of his upbringing as he looks out and sees the dune sea transform into the camino sea he sees not one but two trees out in the distance and i think you know the little tree is one that gets missed but if you are looking at the screen the very large tree is very centrally placed but just off to the right is a smaller tree These are wortwood trees and they're very rare on Tatooine and because you've got the big tree and the little tree this is very likely meant to represent Jango Fett and little Boba Fett and by the way water just in general in terms of dreams and dream interpretation and whatnot is very representative of the unconscious about all the things that are bubbling down deep inside Boba Fett and so this is the stuff that's being brought to the surface in this vision quest. And as far as trees go, that's about familial connections, about the roots that you create and from which you sprout. There's another parallel that happens with the eyes in the tree and you think about the Jawas that (laughs) stripped him of his armor and thus of his identity, but There's another way to think about it as well. I thought back to the movie Black Panther and how in the visions that T'Challa has, he sees the tree with all the panthers up in the tree and one of them transforms into his father upon his passing. And so this is a representation of his ancestors in the tree in their spirit form. And you could think of the eyes that Boba Fett is seeing in the tree in a similar fashion but for him it would be all of the clones all of the clones that were made from the template of Jango Fett and he is you know, one of the last ones remaining, and obviously, you know, not just a clone, like an actual replica of his father, which is a different kind of thing. But instead of this being a good thing, like it is in Black Panther, this is a bad thing for Boba, because as he approaches the tree, the tree wraps its branches around him and in a very threatening fashion. And then that action is intercut with Boba Fett being. The entrapped within the Sarlacc pit. And meanwhile, you also get a couple of images of a young Boba Fett, the one who misses the memory of his father desperately as he runs to the window to watch the ship fly away with his dad in it. And then the moment in the Genozian arena where he looks down at his father's helmet and sees his reflection in the T-visor, the helmet, also a very Star Wars rhymey thing to do with, of course, Luke Skywalker, Walker seeing his face inside Darth Vader's helmet in the tree on Dagobah in Empire Strikes Back. So what this essentially means is that Boba is having the realization that acting as a bounty hunter, trying to follow in his father's footsteps, trying to emulate that man, and have that be his identity, is a dead-end path for him. It's the path that's ultimately going to lead to his untimely demise. It doesn't matter how successful he's been, it's a path that he can no longer walk. And so to get on a different path, he has to break free of his father's legacy. He has to break free of that family tree and join a new family, which is what he does by snapping that one piece of the wortwood tree off and then his vision ends and he comes stumbling back to his new family, to the Tuscan tribe, with that piece of the wortwood tree in tow, which eventually becomes his own gaffy stick and with that he is able to honor his past as well as move forward with a new identity with the clan of tuscans in which he finds himself And I'd say, on the one hand, that's another reason why it feels like the ending of the Book of Boba Fett isn't satisfying in the sense that I would have liked to have seen him be the one to deal with the Pike Syndicate instead of Fennec Shand because there would be a cathartic moment for him in dealing with that situation and facing the actual enemy, the ones who took that tribal connection away from him. But I suppose there's a case to be made to say that Boba Fett also acted to protect what had become his tribe in the intervening time period when he took over the reins of Daimyo's ship in Mos Espa. And just like he was learning the ways of Tuscan fighting from that one kick butt warrior, right? Boba Fett's own kick-butt warrior went to take care of the action with the pikes in the form of Fennec Shand. And even though Boba Fett lost his tribe very tragically and wandered in the desert, presumably for years after that fact, he was still carrying with him the lesson that he had learned, that he was stronger with a tribe, and that's what he wanted to communicate to Fennec Shand, and he created a tribe as small as it was by the end of chapter seven of the book of boba fett and it was enough to withstand an onslaught from the pikes and the trandoshans and the clatoonians and the Aqualish. And even if he thinks that he's not suited or that they are not suited for the kind of adulation that they're getting at the end of chapter seven of the Book of Boba Fett, it's not as though they are really deciding to disengage from the tribal situation. In fact, they meet up with their found tribe at the end of the episode and share a and some laughs. So you get the idea that we've kind of discussed in previous episodes as we've debriefed the series that Boba Fett is definitely not going to be the same character again he is not going to be able to return to bounty hunting as a full-time profession he may still end up doing it because he's just that good at it or at least doing things that draw on those skills but just going back to the bounty hunting life does not seem like it's the way he's going to go and that just leaves the question what he's going to do next. And we've talked about the possibilities on previous episodes and talked about the possibility of him showing up again in Season 3 of The Mandalorian to help out with stuff. Who knows, but I don't know that they're done with him just yet. I don't know about a Season 2, but... I definitely think we're going to see him again. And so there you go. That's what I've got for you about the Vision Quest and how it ties into the rest of the events of the Book of Boba Fett. And that is going to do it for this episode of the show. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it. As always, and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be.